Welcome to I Just Don't Know, a podcast where we try to learn something new, challenge my opinions, and hope to make the misinformed informed. I can openly say I've spoken when I did not need to, been unnecessarily controversial, and shared my misinformed opinion thinking it was not. I am Rob Clulo, and in this podcast I'll try to learn the rights and wrongs and take on a new topic each episode that I think I knew, but in fact, I just don't know. This episode is about just beyond the horizon and our neighbourhood on a scale a bit bigger than just down the road. Outside Earth's atmosphere, it might be a cold vacuum of space, but it's much more than the dark skies we see each night. And while it's mapped by distant, shiny stars and planets like Venus, the the evening star that we'll see more of as we get ahead into the spring, our planet's neighbourhood, or very local neighbourhood, has while it does have one natural occupant the moon and uh, and while this is a long-standing tenant of the neighborhood it's begun to share it with more and more man-made space probes satellites dead satellites the international space station but most concerningly more and more space junk we all love a clear sky at night especially if you live in the countryside or on a trip out of the city and my assumption in this episode is that while I enjoy this view and the glistening stars and the constellations and they're very aesthetically pleasing and they do inspire curiosity and awe and we all sort of love to sort of just take in that the sort of sheer size and make to realize that we are just this small planet in in something so much larger that we have yet to discover and i also love how the view into space and the stars is a leveler it is the same for everyone no matter who you are but i did not realize that we there's a lot of things we don't see and a lot of things we can't see with with sort of the naked eye that in our sort of close orbit of Earth, while there is the International Space Station is serving lots of purposes and thousands of satellites that give us internet, mobile phone, signal and and much more, there is a lot of things that is doing nothing. And I know that the space industry and the satellite industry has grown a lot in the last five years with the rise of Amazon and SpaceX venturing into this space with Elon Musk leading the latter. The massive growth in this industry actually should also be aware of what it's doing to this close neighbourhood and to that perfect view into space. That quite frankly, there is much more to to it and uh, it is effectively doing damage potentially to our clearest neighborhood that we currently have and is creating space junk so as i said i wasn't really aware of the sheer scale of the space junk the junkyard that is being created in the close orbit of earth and through sort of discovery and, and learning a bit more that, and hopefully for some of you to learn a bit more, is that 
there is a lot out there. And supposedly there is 128 million objects orbiting the uh, orbiting Earth, from flakes of paint to active satellites. And there are sort of areas of of Earth that have sort of so much so much going on that it does potentially lead to collisions and we'll go on to that in a little bit but what we don't realize is that these tiny flecks of paint are they're in a vacuum and they're getting faster and potentially accelerating in their orbits and they're going at thousands of miles an hour so a tiny screw could destroy the space station and there was this great story that i've discovered that that was pretty scary and not I didn't wasn't aware of at the time it was back in 2011 a, a piece of space debris was heading towards the international space station and it caught them by surprise nasa didn't have time to move and, and the international space station didn't have time to move them in terms of move themselves into a different orbit and therefore avoid this bit part bit of space debris so all they could do the uh, the astronauts on the space station was to go into the two capsules, the lifeboats, and potentially abandon ship. Because if this bit of debris hit the wrong part of the space station, it could destroy the whole thing. It could jeopardize the whole mission and the and years and years of work. Luckily, they didn't have to, and this debris didn't cause any critical damage. Later in 2016, though, a fleck of paint, as I mentioned, a flake of paint hit a window and destroyed a window in the International Space Station. It was going at thousands of miles an hour, 17 to 20,000 miles an hour, supposedly, and it caused this damage to, to a window. So how do we stop this from happening? How do we monitor it all? Well, perhaps supposedly the US military has a department that monitors all these objects 24-7 and as of a few years ago they were tracking over 23,000 objects to be wary of of which uh, sort of 1,300 if I'm sure it's much more now were active satellites and they would track objects up to the sort of up to even the size of, of sort of 10 centimeters that all were traveling at 15,000 if not more miles per hour so they had a lot of lot to do and a lot of concern. And if you think, sort of, they use a really good sort of a, a com- comparison. A small, tiny screw going at seventeen thousand miles an hour is like a full-on truck hitting you at seventy miles an hour, if not more. So it's it's pretty pretty damaging if if something like this does hit you uh, or hit a satellite. And where the concern is is that we are so reliant on technology uploading this and listening to this you'll be using wi-fi or using your 4g or 5g whatever that's all satellites and we're so reliant our technology has become so more so much more reliant on satellites and that technology we don't realize that that if something was to jeopardize this we would be we would be in big trouble and so we don't and so this space junk is something to potentially be concerning about and I wasn't aware and with the growing rise of, of SpaceX wanting to send 42,000 satellites in the future 
to create a network around the earth and Amazon and the Canadian uh, company and Chinese mission, China's mission, even Pakistan and India are also sending satellites and some sort of sp- and space ventures. There's going to be thousands of a, even more sort of a, a comparison to the last 30, 40 years. And while we have been sending space probes and launches for the last 60, 60 years, and there might be over 11,000 space sort of missions that have been sent to the in Earth's orbit, and while only about 3,000 are active, that's that's nothing in comparison to just 2021 and I have seen a graph on this of just the sheer sort of exponential growth in, in numbers of, of space probes or, space, or satellites being sent into space over the years the last five years it's grown, it's doubled I think every year it's, they sent more than 11,000 in one year more than 11,000 in one year that's more than they did in 50 years and so this just suggests that it's going to get a bit crowded. And as I said, the moon has been there for a long time, but it's having to share its space now. And in terms of collisions, they know there was the first that they are aware of is 1996, where a French satellite crashed into a sort of a, a dead sort of satellite and was completely destroyed. Millions gone. And again, in 2009, a US satellite hit an old defensive, Russian defensive satellite that was, and it, Hit the, they hit each other 22,000 miles an hour and creating a massive explosion and more even more debris into the junkyard of Earth's lower orbit. So pretty, pretty bleak, pretty crazy. And I know looking into it, it it's a huge amount of space, Earth's lower orbit. There's, we'd have to send a lot up there for it to make a big difference to our, for the naked eye. But if we're going at this exponential growth and these private companies have taken over NASA's lead in and the government's lead in the space programs because I understand from from other parts that NASA has taken a step back for in terms of money and making sure they do the right things in line with what the government needs to do the private sector has taken over the space race and that's fine because they have the te- that that's fine in some sense because they have the expertise but that commercialization of lower of Earth's lower orbit to, a, to an extent that we can't even fathom, or it becomes almost sci-fi, is a little bit concerning. So, what can we do about it? Most small debris would burn up in, in re-entry. So, how do we sort of so the little bits of debris we can potentially so we can just wait until they burn up in the re-entry um, of 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 back into Earth's atmosphere. In 2018, a satellite was was created and uh, a simulation was set up and this satellite was called Remove Debris and it managed to grab a simulation or a dummy satellite in space um, with a net, would you believe it? Literally like the rubbish man um, catching or the or rubbish man catching rubbish in the wind. And it was also another satellite was able to, then the satellite was also made able to use a harpoon to get a bit of large bit of debris um, from about five feet away from the satellite using the obviously te- uh, robots, robotic harpoon to connect it and therefore take it out of Earth's orbit and keep it in line with, with the existing or the, this rubbish cleaner of a satellite. 
Um, I've also heard that the European uh, Space Agency has awarded a contract to a startup called ClearSpace. And ClearSpace is, is set a target to remove a large, a larger object, a 20 pound object of space junk, supposedly in 2025, using robotic arms to grab it and then take it back into Earth's orbit. So that, again, slightly worrying that you're just taking, trying to burn it up. Well, if it doesn't burn up and hits the Earth, but it should. It should. Uh, obviously, they, they, they know that. Um, but £20 piece of debris, That's if that hits a satellite, that's a goner. So what I'm, what I'm thinking, though, is that this large layer of space junk that will encapsulate the whole Earth in, in, the, in sort of 50 years' time, 100 years' time, could cause a lot of issues when we're trying to send space probes beyond Earth's orbit. Because it are we going to just simply have to rely on more better and better technology of, of monitoring near space and Earth's orbit to make sure there's a gap for us to leave this busy little neighbourhood of, of junk and rubbish because these space probes that are sent out into the solar system, if any, they're hit by something or taken off course then the whole mission is 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 failed so uh, it's an interesting interesting one that i wasn't really aware of this i know it's come up on the news occasionally it's a bit of sort of what are we doing to the planet sort of thing but in reality it's we're a long way from it to being a real concern but when i was thinking about this and on a clear night you see these this sort of epic view of space what we don't realize is that there's a lot of a lot of things that we're influencing that is a bit closer to us that perhaps we need to be a bit more considerate. I'm not saying we don't send these satellites up. I'm not necessarily saying that we take it away from the private sector, but it's I think these space agencies have become aware of it and they're now working on the long term and even the in some sense the short term with this Swiss startup Clear Space trying to remove this potentially dangerous bit of space junk in a few years time. We need while we're sending new satellites up, we need to clear away the old ones. Let's be a bit responsible for our for our junkyard of a of a back garden or space near space frontier that is that is there. So to wrap up, really interesting that I'm about this. Hope you've um, were interested about it as well. Uh, in, in sense that when you look into the night sky, when you next look, just realise that. Uh, this precious view that we all share we need to look after it and uh, we don't want to be influencing it too badly and uh, while we all enjoy the 5g and better connectivity we need to make sure we we don't sacrifice too much so yeah please listen to more episodes and, and let me know what you think i um, hope you enjoyed this short shorter episode about space junk and uh, look forward to making more episodes thanks so much Bye.